Book two, chapters one through three of three books concerning virgins by Saint Ambrose, translated by Philip Schaff. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter one. In this book, Saint Ambrose purposes to treat of the training of virgins, using examples rather than precepts, and explains why he does so in writing rather than by word of mouth. In the former book, I wished though I was not able, to set forth how great is the gift of virginity, that the grace of the heavenly gift might of itself invite the reader. In the second book it is fitting that the virgin should be instructed and, as it were, be educated by the teaching of suitable precepts. But inasmuch as I am feeble in advising and unequal to teaching, for he who teaches ought to excel him who is taught, lest i should seem to have abandoned the task i have undertaken or to have taken too much upon myself i thought it better to instruct by examples than by precepts for more progress may be made by means of an example inasmuch as that which has been already done is considered to be not difficult and that which has been tried to be expedient and that which has been transmitted in succession to us by a kind of hereditary practice of ancestral virtue to be binding in religion but if any one rebukes me for presumption let him rather rebuke me for zeal because i thought that i ought not to refuse even this to the virgins who asked it of me for i preferred rather to run the risk of perilling my own modesty than not to fulfil the wish of those whose pursuits even our god favours with kindly approbation nor can the mark of presumption be set on my task since when they had those from whom they could learn they sought my good will rather than my teaching and my zeal may be excused since when they had the guidance of a martyr for the observance of discipline i did not think it superfluous if i could turn the persuasion of my discourse into an allurement to profession he who teaches with facility restrains fault with severity i who cannot teach entice and because many who were absent desired to have the use of my discourse i compiled this book in order that holding in their hands the substance of what my voice had uttered to them they might not think that he whom they were holding failed them but let us go on with our plan chapter two the life of mary is set before virgins as an example and her many virtues are dwelt upon her chastity humility hard life love of retirement and the like then her kindness to others her zeal in learning and love of frequenting the temple saint ambrose then sets forth how she adorned with all these virtues will come to meet the numberless bands of virgins and lead them with great triumph to the bridal chamber of the spouse let then the life of mary be as it were virginity itself set forth in a likeness from which as from a mirror the appearance of chastity and the form of virtue is reflected from this you may take your pattern of life showing as an example the clear rules of virtue what you have to correct to effect and to hold fast
the first thing which kindles ardor in learning is the greatness of the teacher what is greater than the mother of god what more glorious than she whom glory itself chose what more chaste than she who bore a body without contact with another body for why should i speak of her other virtues she was a virgin not only in body but also in mind who stained the sincerity of its disposition by no guile who was humble in heart grave in speech prudent in mind sparing of words studious in reading resting her hope not on uncertain riches but on the prayer of the poor intent on work modest in discourse want to seek not man but god as the judge of her thoughts to injure no one to have good will towards all to rise up before her elders not to envy her equals to avoid boastfulness to follow reason to love virtue when did she pain her parents even by a look when did she disagree with her neighbors when did she despise the lowly when did she avoid the needy being wont only to go to such gatherings of men as mercy would not blush at nor modesty pass by there was nothing gloomy in her eyes nothing forward in her words nothing unseemly in her acts there was not a silly movement nor unrestrained step nor was her voice petulant that the very appearance of her outward being might be the image of her soul the representation of what is approved for a well-ordered house ought to be recognized on the very threshold and should show at the very first entrance that no darkness is hidden within as our soul hindered by no restraints of the body may shine abroad like a lamp placed within why should i detail her spareness of food her abundance of services the one abounding beyond nature the other almost insufficient for nature and there were no seasons of slackness but days of fasting one upon the other and if ever the desire for refreshment came her food was generally what came to hand taken to keep off death not to minister to comfort necessity before inclination caused her to sleep and yet when her body was sleeping her soul was awake and often in sleep either went again through what had been read or went on with what had been interrupted by sleep or carried out what had been designed or foresaw what was to be carried out she was unaccustomed to go from home except for divine service and this with parents or kinsfolk busy in private at home accompanied by others abroad yet with no better guardian than herself as she inspiring respect by her gait and address progressed not so much by the motion of her feet as by step upon step of virtue but though the virgin had other persons who were protectors of her body she alone guarded her character she can learn many points if she be her own teacher who possesses the perfection of all virtues for whatever she did is a lesson mary attended to everything as though she were warned by many 
and fulfilled every obligation of virtue as though she were teaching rather than learning such has the evangelist shown her such did the angel find her such did the holy spirit choose her why delay about details how her parents loved her strangers praised her how worthy she was that the son of god should be born of her she when the angel entered was found at home in privacy without a companion that no one might interrupt her attention or disturb her and she did not desire any women as companions who had the companionship of good thoughts moreover she seemed to herself to be less alone when she was alone for how should she be alone who had with her so many books so many archangels so many prophets and so too when gabriel visited her did he find her and mary trembled being disturbed as though at the form of a man but on hearing his name recognized him as one not unknown to her and so she was a stranger as to men but not as to the angel that we might know that her ears were modest and her eyes bashful then when saluted she kept silence and when addressed she answered and she whose feelings were first troubled afterwards promised obedience and holy scripture points out how modest she was towards her neighbors for she became more humble when she knew herself to be chosen of god and went forthwith to her kinswoman in the hill country not in order to gain belief by anything external for she had believed the word of god blessed she said art thou who didst believe and she abode with her three months now in such an interval of time it is not that faith is being sought for but kindness which is being shown and this was after that the child leaping in his mother's womb had saluted the mother of the lord attaining to reason before birth and then in the many subsequent wonders when the baron bore a son the virgin conceived the dumb spake the wise men worshipped simeon waited the stars gave notice mary who was moved by the angel's entrance was unmoved by the miracles mary it is said kept all these things in her heart though she was the mother of the lord yet she desired to learn the precepts of the lord and she who brought forth god yet desired to know god and then how she also went every year to jerusalem at the solemn day of the passover and went with joseph everywhere is modesty the companion of her singular virtues in the virgin this without which virginity cannot exist must be the inseparable companion of virginity and so mary did not go even to the temple without the guardianship of her modesty this is the likeness of virginity for mary was such that her example alone is a lesson for all if then the author displeases us not let us make trial of the production that whoever desires its reward for herself may imitate the pattern 
how many kinds of virtues shine forth in one virgin the secret of modesty the banner of faith the service of devotion the virgin within the house the companion for the ministry the mother at the temple oh how many virgins shall she meet how many shall she embrace and bring to the lord and say she has been faithful to her espousal to my son she has kept her bridal couch with spotless modesty how shall the lord himself commend them to his father repeating again those words of his holy father these are they whom i have kept for thee on whom the son of man leaned his head and rested i ask that where i am there they may be with me and if they ought to benefit not themselves only who lived not for themselves alone one virgin may redeem her parents another her brothers holy father the world hath not known me but these have known me and have willed not to know the world what a procession shall that be what joy of applauding angels when she is found worthy of dwelling in heaven who lived on earth a heavenly life then too mary taking her timbrel shall stir up the choir of virgins singing to the lord because they have passed through the sea of this world without suffering from the waves of this world then each shall rejoice saying i will go to the altar of god to god who maketh my youth glad and i will offer unto god thanksgiving and pay my vows unto the most high nor would i hesitate to admit you to the altars of god whose souls i would without hesitation call altars on which christ is daily offered for the redemption of the body for if the virgin's body be a temple of god what is her soul which the ashes as it were of the body being shaken off once more uncovered by the hand of the eternal priest exhales the vapour of the divine fire blessed virgins who emit a fragrance through divine grace as gardens do through flowers temples through religion altars through the priest chapter three st ambrose having set forth the virgin mary as a pattern for life adduces thecla as a model for learning how to die thecla suffered not from the beast to whom she was condemned but on the contrary received from them signs of reverence he then proceeds to introduce a more recent example let then holy mary instruct you in the discipline of life and thecla teach you how to be offered for she avoiding nuptial intercourse and condemned through her husband's rage changed even the disposition of wild beasts by their reverence for virginity for being made ready for the wild beast when avoiding the gaze of men she offered her vital parts to a fierce lion caused those who had turned away their immodest looks to turn them back modestly the beast was to be seen lying on the ground licking her feet showing without a sound that it could not injure the sacred body of the virgin so the beast reverenced his prey and forgetful of his own nature 
put on that nature which men had lost one could see as it were by some transfusion of nature men clothed with savageness goading the beast to cruelty and the beast kissing the feet of the virgin teaching them what was due from men virginity has in itself so much that is admirable that even lions admire it food did not induce them though kept without their meal no impulse hurried them on when excited anger did not exasperate them when stirred up nor did their habits lead them blindly as they were wont nor their own natural disposition possess them with fierceness they set an example of piety when reverencing the martyr and gave a lesson in favour of chastity when they did nothing but kiss the virgin's feet with their eyes turned to the ground as though through modesty fearing that any male even a beast should see the virgin naked some one will say why have you brought forward the example of mary as if any one could be found to imitate the lord's mother and why that of thecla whom the apostle of the gentiles trained give us a teacher of our own sort if you wish for disciples i will therefore set before you a recent example of this sort that you may understand that the apostle is the teacher not of one only but of all end of book two chapter three